0: Hello and welcome to the New Books Network Jewish Studies channel. I'm your host, Rora Roussi, Senior Director of the ASF Institute of Jewish Experience. At the American Sephardi Federation, we try to see beyond the Ashkenazi world and glimpse into the greater Jewish mosaic. Today, we're really delighted to speak with Dr. Sharon Zuda Shalom about one of his first books, about his first book, sorry, From Sinai to Ethiopia, The Halachic and Conceptual World of Ethiopian Jewry, published by Geffen Publishing House in 2016. Rabbi Dr. Shalom Shalom immigrated to Israel from Ethiopia on his own at the age of about nine. He studied at Yeshivat Halatsiod in Alon Shvut, where he received his rabbinic ordination. Rabbi Dr. Shalom Shalom has a broad education in theology and philosophy. He has an MA and a PhD, and we will hear more from him from, in his own words. Just one extra thing. He is the rabbi of the Kadoshe Israel synagogue in Kiryat Gat, a community of Holocaust survivors. So I'm sure you're already intrigued as to the person himself and the book. So welcome, Sean, and thank you for joining us here today. So I gave a very brief introduction. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and your areas of research?
2: Uh, hi, uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Lucy. Uh, this is uh, my privilege to uh, speak with you and meeting you you are great, so thank you, thank you very much. Yes, <laughs> uh, all the time I'm very happy to, you know, to um um to do something with you and everything. Wh- what did together is uh, there is a lot of bracha blessing. So thank you for uh, uh, this meeting. Uh, so f- uh, so uh, uh, sorry, I'm not native speaker. You know, American speaker. Your English is <laughs> very funny. <laughs> So I'm going to speak uh, slowly, slowly. I'm sorry. Um, so um, my name is Sharon Shalom. I am the um, uh, I'm a senior lecturer at uh, Onno Academic College, and uh, I was, um, you know, uh, I moved from Ethiopia to Israel in 1982. What's called in Hebrew, Mechaliah. And um, so um, now I live in Kiratgat with my with five kids. And uh, and I I I I hope this is it's enough.
0: <laughs> well, it's a good start. We're gonna get more. Um, but I do want to mention that you do have a basic English at least, because I didn't mention and you didn't mention that you were a, a visiting scholar at the Schusterman Center for Israel Studies at Brandeis University.
2: Yeah. So You definitely have to be able to get along in English. Of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I can speak with you maybe in Yiddish. I don't, I'm in Yiddish. (laughs) Yeah, now neither
0: one of those work for me. Hebrew, English, that's my sweet spot Okay.
2: Abyssal, Um, Abyssal. Abyssal, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So let's get into the book itself. So the title of the book tells us, it's a pretty long title, it tells us the main theme. But tell us a few sentences about what you were hoping to share by publishing the book. And you published first in, in Hebrew and you felt it was important to publish it in English. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh,
2: first of all, I, uh, I call this book from Sinai to Ethiopia. It's to say that there is any... A uh, you know um, kind of opinion, a basic assumption uh, toward uh, Ethiopian Jewish is is mean a question of authentic authenticity. Uh, who is more authentic? Is more uh, is who is a Jew? So I first of all I call this book from Sinai to Ethiopia is to say that ethiopian Jews they are jewish now i have a, a friend name is professor uh, efaim isaac and he gave and, and he gave a, a lecture in manhattan and he uh, uh, t- he told to the uh, people that he was born in uh, in, uh, in ethiopia and all the uh, uh, people there was in shock uh, they were in shock and say how how Jewish people arrive to uh, to Ethiopia if there is any connection between Jewish and Ethiopia and he request to them please take the Bible and look how many times appears Ethiopia word in the Bible and he uh, uh, you know tells them that uh, you know we know as we know in the Bible at least 50 times Ethiopia would appear in the Bible. Not but the word
0: I, Ethiopia. What?
2: What's, what's the word that appears in the Bible? It's not the word. Uh, Ethiopia. Kush. Kush. Yeah. Kush. Kush is mean Ethiopia. Okay. So uh, now I have fifty times Ethiopia. Now I have second request. Please, if you can find in the Bible Polania word, in Polania word even it, it not appear even one times. Okay. So he told them that. I have now question instead of to explain to you if there is any connection between Jewish and Ethiopia. I uh, want uh, from you to explain to me if there is any connection between Pauline and Jewish people. So this is is maybe is is it's, you know it's <laughs> very uh, funny, but I think it's you know I can give you. Another, another uh, uh, action, I, I, I use a, as a rabbi in uh, Ashkenazi Shul. So uh, one time uh, someone, he is Ashkenazi, come to me, say, you are my rabbi, I accept you 100%, you are my rabbi. But I don't accept you, my rabbi, because you are authentic Jewish because you are descendants of Abraham Isaac and Jacob I descend I accept you as a rabbi because you convert yourself so there is the con- consciousness uh, toward Ethiopian Jews they are not authentic Jews therefore i I I uh, decided to call this book From Sinai to Ethiopia is mean that Ethiopian Jews also stand in, in Mount Sinai. And all the tradition, all uh, the commandment which exists in the Bible move from Sinai to Ethiopia and to say that Ethiopian Jews, they're authentic Jews, they're descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. I think this um, uh, uh, and all which exist in this book this is a very ancient tradition and for me it was very important that uh, this book is not uh, uh, is not uh, very important but i think it's very important to uh, english uh, speaker so i think it's very important for english speaker uh, 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 therefore uh, we uh, decided to translate it from Hebrew to English
0: and it really does give the broader bigger picture and the connections between or the parallels between the the Torah the Ethiopian tradition the rabbinic tradition and kind of what what how we can incorporate it today but we'll get into that later
2: yeah of course. Um,
0: of course. So we're talking about the broader picture. Now let's focus a little bit because you opened the book with a poem that you wrote. And with your permission, I'm going to read some of it in English, not in the yeah. Hebrew. Uh, a tribe exiled beyond the Sabation traveled thousands of miles from Jerusalem to Zion. They shunned non-Jews and the idols of pagans, waited for the exiles to be gathered in, never ceasing to tell of Jerusalem. Now they live among us in the Holy Land, no longer strangers, we take their hands. In Zion, city of our delight, they stand. To me, this to me this was quite poignant. And you speak about them coming from the other land. How personal is this book? And how personal is this whole endeavor of yours and this poem itself? And how much is it talking about authentic Judaism?
2: Yeah. Okay. It's a good question, Fedora. Good questions. And I want to share with you in uh, others um, uh, list, list, listening uh, that the, it, the first Ethiopian to visit in Israel was in in 1855, okay? And he came to Israel, to Israel is meant to Eretz Israel. And the rabbinic, they decided to send letter to Ethiopia. And they uh, wrote, uh, i going to read for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and they wrote like this. Your condition has touched our hearts and we have decided on the following steps. Uh, the man' man's name is Daniel Ben Hanina. Uh, uh, and they wrote, when Daniel Ben Hanina returned to you, to Ethiopia, assemble, listen and learn from him what he saw here and how we, how we observe the commandment of God, according to the tradition of our sages of blessing memory, if you t- if you reach the conclusion that you have not been having the right way until now, you know this uh, basic assumption is actually Ethiopian. They did a mistake. Choose three or four capable uh, 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 capable people, send to uh, them to us, and let us to teach them. A, a practical way to prepare, way to perform the commandment. Now the KSIM got the letter and they replied. I'm going to stop you for a minute. The KSIM yeah. are the spiritual leaders. I just want the to. The KSIM sense. is spiritual leaders of Ethiopian Jewish, like Rabbi, like Moroccan people call him no Rabbi. Uh, call him chacham, chacham is a, 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 a smart, wise, okay. In there is admor, admor in in poilin, admor, moreno verabenu And Ethiopia is not uh, rav, not admor, not chacham. In in Yemen is uh, uh, his name is Mori. Yeah. In Ethiopia, this is. Casein. so the case in spiritual leaders, they got the letter and they reply following, and they wrote, it is amazing, they wrote, since we have heard that there are many Jewish in Egypt, in Jerusalem, whose religion and custom different from ours, therefore, it behave you to send intellectual people to us, and we shall Teach them the uh, the the uh, principles of the religion of Israel that are customary with us, and let us show you the right way to go. You know, this is amazing. So, for me, when I say that the meeting between Ethiopian Jews and between between the uh, the other Jews in the world, specifically with Orthodox. Is, is not meeting, you know, uh, uh, between, uh, it's not uh, say, okay, this is my story. It's not Sharon's story. Okay, it's not my, my story. This is Jewish history. Actually, this is human history. Because in this world today, in this time, there is a lot of immigrant people that they move from one country to the other country. Mm-hmm. And the challenge today is not the challenge of Sharon Shalom in Israel, how we struggle with the new culture, with the new religion, and the meeting between him and the others. This is a challenge of human being today in the in Western world. How a human being, they move in it's not only in Israel, it's all in America, in Europe, and a lot of immigrants, at least 20% in, in the world, in each country, they are uh, in, 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 in immigrant people. So I, I wrote this because to say, this story is not your own story. This is our story today, Jewish, Christians, Muslim, and how we can, uh, you know, uh, uh, created a new language in order to understand each other. I love that. And it takes me
0: back to now, um, you, you, the whole book you took, you call for an understanding and an idea of what it is the other and understanding the differences, um, but finding a way to work together and you base it on the Midrash, uh, sorry on the Mishnah of why uh, Adam was created alone. the first human being, one human, whether you say it was two sides of one human, but it, it's one being was created. and you talk about that Mishnah. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: okay uh, of course thank you thank you you know the mishnah uh, ask i uh, 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 drora i just want to tell you that this mishnah is very very important for me and this is actually uh, 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 this uh, this uh, how do you say design my my perspective uh, towards the world towards the other people and this is uh, very very important for me uh, sp- uh, sp- uh, sp- specifically, again, and I
0: don't Mishnah,
2: think it's only you. It's humanity. I think it's important. It is, for
0: humanity <laughs> I want <you> to talk <laughs> about it. It's
2: not yeah, yeah it <laughs> <laughs> you, Of course, but the Mishnah asked, why was Adam created alone, and uh, why did human? Uh, uh, what's called, what's you say? Uh, what? Why did uh, humanity begin with one person? To teach us, the Mishnah explained that a person should never say, My father's is greater than yours, as we are. And this is a Mishnah. And as <laughs> from, from, from me, as we are all descendants from the same person, I can't say, I'm okay? I am a better. Okay, I am Ashkenazi, and they say, I'm more uh, uh, authentic. No, it's not, it's, 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 it's not. It is it's not. a big mistake. It's superficial opinion. So, my father is greater than yours. No, because we are all descendants from the same person. But, uh, Dora, I want to, to tell you, from my experience, mm-hmm. it seemed to me that the problem today, it is not what we say, but what we don't say. Meaning? Mm-hmm. People can say, oh, oh, you are very cute. Ethiopian Jews are very cute. And I so appreciate you. And you are Jewish. Oh, but what is if you really, really appreciate me as a Jew? If you really accept my religion? And this is the test. Know how we tell to the other people. The question, you know, this is very important, is not what we say, but what we don't say. And this is the challenge today in the world also. And,
0: And that takes me into, there are differences, like you said, between Ashkenazim and Spardim and Yemenites and Ethiopians. Can you explain a little bit of the difference in the views of the Ethiopians and the Talmudic tradition? Yeah, of course. Uh, I
2: know your whole book is about that, but a a little bit. Yes, but but I have to uh, to give you a little uh, uh, background in order to understand the differences between uh, Ethiopian Jews and between um, uh, the Orthodox or Ashkenazi uh, Jews, okay? Because as we mentioned uh, before, Ethiopian Jews are very, very ancient Jewish, authentic Mm -hmm. Jewish. So the meeting of Israeli Jews and Jews from Ethiopia is not just a meeting between new and veteran immigrants. It is not just a meeting between black and white. Rather, it is meeting between two models of Judaism that are polar opposite, Babilical Judaism and Rabbinical Judaism. And these two models of Judaism are meeting, as we mentioned, Dora, in the same geographic space, the state of Israel. And with this b- b- background in mind, it is clear why members of the Ethiopian community, when they were just beginning to make aliyah to Israel, found it difficult to understand why the Israeli rabbis did not have perfect trust in the da- diving words that were said in Sinai, from Sinai to Ethiopia, by the way, and perhaps even before Sinai. Okay, so, so on the other hand, I want uh, a drawer, uh, the Ashkenazi rabbis found it difficult to accept the Ethiopian Jews as the uh, full Jews. Because this is a meeting between two models of Judaism. One side say, well, who are you? And the other say, who are you? And this is a big challenge. So of course, the fact that the Ethiopians are you know, of black skin and in this uh, uh, respect are different from Israeli Jews and a whole world of the, the stereotype said before the Israeli society. Uh, Furthermore, it has created a tension for Ethiopian immigrant in which they began to question their identity, becoming uh, 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 especially more pronounced within second generation Ethiopian Israeli. For example, how they define and recognize themselves either as more Ethiopian origin or more Israeli origin or Black, sorry, or Jewish. Or other's words, or adult uh, swords how they feel their identity in past and present. And if I go back to uh, your uh, questions, so this is, I think, the challenge, but uh, the meeting and uh, and between Israeli uh, uh, Orthodox and and um, and Ethiopian Jews. Okay, and. Just to give it even a little bit more basic,
0: um the texts, I mean, we're all based on the Bible, but the texts we the um the Ethiopians use the Orit and the um the Ashkenazi and the Jews and the Yemenite Jews continue with the Talmud and have new or the Mishnah and the Talmud and uh, in a different path. Can you talk just a little bit about what the difference is between those? You talk you said that there are differences between the paths. Can you explain it a little bit?
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, this is very, very important to say that the um, you know, um Ethiopian Jews, Ethiopian Jews, they um They, uh, you know, Ethiopian Jewry that the Mishnah and Gemara, because it's very, very important, uh, as you say, uh, Drora, all the minhagim, all the tradition based on on the Bible, Mm -hmm. which the other Jews in the world, you know, uh, reform people, orthodox, conservative people, all of them, they argue on the Talmud. How to um, explain and uh, and uh, you know uh, the Talmud, but Ethiopian Jews they all their tradition based on on the Bible. So I can give you for example, you know, uh, uh, you know you can imagine who is uh, circum- circumcised me. I was called in in Brit Milah Brit, Mila, Brit Mila. Who did me Brit, Brit Mila? My mom. My, 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 sorry, <laughs> my grandma, grandma, she did me, but uh, my, she circumcised me. When I tell to uh, my friend that my grandma, she was a Mohelet, they in shock. Is, are you crazy? And I uh, used to tell them, take the Bible and see who circumcised uh, son of Moses, Moshe <laughs> Oh, of course, his wife, Zipporah. So this is, this is for example, and uh, and we uh, also uh, used to uh, bring cash money to in order to the uh, in order to um, donation uh, money to the shul on Shabbos day, and when I tell the synagogue, it, we have to make sure <laughs> what to the synagogue. To, the, to synagogue, yeah. To short to synagogue, yeah. And, you know, when uh, here my friends, uh, they saw the cash money on Shabbos day and they in shock and they scream and they telling me, let go and teach them the halacha of Hashruhan Aruch and say, listen, instead of to explain to you why they bring money to sh- cash money to synagogue i want to explain to me to me why you uh, forbidden mm-hmm. to bring money to synagogue this is a question who says that the normal is to forbidden to bring money okay this is so against the question is the the authentic who is more authentic who is the normal who is uh, cre- continue the right way the uh, authentic which come from Mount Sinai. So let's give some examples of that. So, so let's, um, you talk about
0: the um, the book, like I said before, and I want to make sure that everybody understands. In the book, you have the Ethiopian halakha, the Ethiopian law, followed by the Talmudic law, and what you recommend in order to create some unity among various communities. Because like you said, we're not, we're, we do have this dichotomy between the authentic and what is today, but we want to make sure that we have a way to live together as a community. Um, So for example, can you talk through prostration? Um, The sigd, uh, lisgod, um, the concept of that orthodox today do not prostrate except for the Ashkenazim once a year on Yom Kippur
2: and the Ethiopians do. Can you talk through it a little bit? About Yom Kippur? No, about the frustration. Ah, yeah, of course. Uh, You know, listen, um, when I wrote this, uh, people say, wow, are you crazy? Like uh, Muslim people, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Muslim, but uh, actually, uh, when we go back, we know that Muslim people also Uh, Christians, Orthodox, all this come from the Bible. So, um, uh, so of course, Ethiopian Jews they pray like ancient time in ancient period of time, like the Bible, and Abraham and Isaac and Moshe Rabbeinu pray like this, no, like uh, you know, uh, no, like we know today. So Ethiopian Jews, they are very orthodox. Sorry to them, they mm-hmm. are very orthodox. So uh, Ethiopian to say, why I I I you know I continue, I keep what's called in Hebrew altitosh torat imecha. I save my uh, pre- uh, my uh, parents' uh, tradition, and 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 so we c- continue. We continue the tradition from the Bible, so the, uh, I, we are not uh, strange. <laughs> we are not strange, okay. And the, but so the Talmudic I, tradition tells
0: us not to. What the Talmudic tradition today tells us not
2: to bow down. Of course, the Talmud okay. say not, but, but okay. Talmud say you know uh, also to uh, don't to eat uh, chicken and meat together, okay. Right. But Ethiopian Jews we eat ate, we eating. Uh, chicken and meat together okay i'm also at uh, in ethiopia it was a uh, house uh, is good it was very very good okay <laughs> delicious <laughs> delicious but the talmud say no so the, uh, you know uh, uh, as i mentioned before uh, the rabbinate uh, the sages the talmud they uh, they they make a ch- uh, they make a change Okay, Ethiopian Jews they just continue. They follow the the Bible tradition. Uh, uh, when uh, the sages in the Talmud after uh, Second Temple destruction, they created a lot of things. It was new. So Ethiopian Jews they uh, no in other way. Who is a reform? Reform is a rabbinet. The rabbinate is reformed because they change everything after the te- Second Temple destruction. Ethiopian Jews they never change; they follow <laughs> they, we follow. Of course, there is also news in Ethiopia. Not, not uh, something changed, but uh, but not like what happened uh, after uh, Second Temple destruction in uh, in the in the sages. So uh, uh, so of course, the uh, Talmud say no. Uh, which in Ethiopia, we say yes. So let's do another example before we get to the next thing about
0: like blowing the shofar, right? Rosh Hashanah goes with shofar. And in your book, you talk about the Ethiopians don't blow a shofar.
2: Yeah. Listen, um, uh, as I mentioned, Ethiopian Jews, they they observe all which exists in the Bible. Okay. And other like Yom Kippur, Kippur Day, like Hanukkah, this not appear, okay? Because this is uh, 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 our sages, our sages in in rabbinate uh, after Second Temple destruction in here, uh, they uh, created this uh, uh, celebration, okay? Yom Kippur and but all what which exists in the Bible, Ethiopian Jews observe it but shofar uh, actually exists in the Bible. Now the question is, why Ethiopian Jews don't uh, 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 do it? And I asked this question to my grandfathers and he answered that actually Ethiopian Jews, they know it, but we stopped to do it because it was very, very dangerous for Ethiopian Jews to do it. Mm. because when we make a shofar this is um um uh, this is uh, here like that that you know like uh, what's called um uh, uh, war against the government something that okay when we do the uh, shofar it is it's not good <laughs> not good it's, it's a like, call to uh, war a call to why? fight it's a call to war or a call. Yeah, to war. yeah, oh, yeah, to call to war. Ah, exactly, it's call to war. And this is, is very, very dangerous for Ethiopian Jews. And this is one of the reasons why Ethiopian Jews, they uh, don't make shofar on or shashana. And uh, actually also feeling there is no feeling in Ethiopia. Okay, uh, no, actually, n- Ethiopian Jews, in general, they don't make tefillin, but one very old uh, or very rightness uh, people, they used to, to, uh, to do tefillin, but not tefillin which we know today. This is another tefillin, okay? OK? It's another tefillin. Because in the Bible, there is no tefillin. Right. Tefillin no, word does not exist, OK? What's this feeling? What's called? So you know, you know how to call it in English? I just have to
0: say What Phylac- phylacteries. This is feeling? Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> I just have to make sure all of our listeners know. So Okay, as a feeling, then feeling is is uh, uh, but Ethiopian Jews, I I remember my grandfather, he used to put uh, like feeling here in his only in hand, no in uh, uh, only in a uh, hand, no in in hand, uh-huh. yeah. only hand, and uh, and among this feeling uh, was asereta de brot. is meant ten commandment. No uh, four uh, portion which exists today in the in uh, Orthodox uh, uh, world in Ethiopia is ten commandments. This is a uh, make sense, yeah. which Ethiopian Jews make ten commandments instead what which exists today in a uh, rabbinet. Uh, four portion, okay, about so this is authentic, and also uh, that feeling was white, not black, okay, not black, this <laughs> nat- yeah, natural, uh, natural uh, uh, colors, so mm-hmm. when uh, people, I I try to explain to the people that that feeling in Ethiopia is white, and among that feeling, this uh, 10 commandments, people in shock, but when we open the Bible, we see that this this authentic authentic uh, uh, this is authentic, more authentic, more than the which exists in the Orthodox uh, world today. So, so uh, uh, yeah, by the way, uh, by the way, uh, by the way, uh, 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 regarding uh, uh, about uh, regarding Shana. Is not all, only uh, only shofar. Uh, this also uh, Rosh Hashanah. Ethiopian Jews. Ethiopian Jews do it only one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, one day, one day, not today. T- today, even in diaspora, it means Jewish, which they live in uh, uh, out of Israel. Name is diaspora, uh, and 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 uh, and in, in in each in the world. Rosh Hashanah is today, okay? It's not Yom Tov She'ni Shel Galuyot, no. This is only today, each one, even in Israel, in Ethiopia, like the Bible, one day, is one day. Like, by the way, there is a lot of differences, okay? For example, Svirata Omer, Svirata Omer is Svirata Omer, you no? Know? Counting the Omer. <laughs> How do you say? Just counting the Omer. Uh, counting the Omer. Uh, counting the Omer. Yes, and uh, there is argue when exactly we began to count uh, the Omer, and you know the Karaim between heavens between Karaim and uh, Orthodox, and the Mimoharata Shabbat is Mimoharata Shabbat after the Shabbos. Or after Mimoharati Yom Tov, Yom Tov is meant uh, a good day. Uh, and he did say, uh, Gitten gi, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, Git Yom Tov, Yom Tov, Yom Tov, okay? Uh, so, uh, and the rabbinists say, Mimoharata Shabbat is mean Mimoharati Yom Tov, is mean after the good day, the first uh, Rosh Hashanah. Ethiopian Jews say, of course, it's like Yom Tov, after Yom Tov. Uh, after the uh, but not the first in Russia, in uh, in uh, pesach the, the last yom tov after the, after the pesach so uh, Chag chadashavot is not the same day not the same day okay if i begin to count a uh, uh, count and uh, count uh, omer In in Russia, Yom Tov Rishon Sheraosha Shana, it means the first Yom Tov. The first, sorry, in in in, in Pesach Passover, sorry, and the and the the last uh, Yom Tov is is a different different uh, Haggashavot. So there is a lot of differences, and this is very important because the question is later how Ethiopian Jews, how this very different. A, a model or different uh, culture, different halakha can to live today in Eretz Yisrael one under umbrella. And somehow
0: be maintain one religion. And that's one of the things that you put in the book is talking about how people should act today based on um, the Ethiopian halacha based on the Talmud halakha and then saying what we should do today. So you do recommend, for example, not eating chicken and milk together today, because it's not accepted.
1: Um, Slash NBN
0: fifty to get fifty percent off. I'm trying to think if there's another one, uh, and also to blow the shofar today. There's no reason not to in Israel. No, Things. Um, so what I want to make sure that part of the book is bringing it together and seeing how we can understand our differences and find a way to. Mesh them, and I think one of the ways that we mesh them, and we have to mention it because it's known as the Ethiopian festival, is the Sigd. So, can you just explain to us the biblical source for the Sigd and why it is significant? Sorry, the holiday of Sigd. I should say that.
2: Yeah, holiday of Sigd. (laughs) Yeah, let me well to say that before holiday Sigd. Maybe maybe I can begin with Sigd. Okay. Sigd is also if we by the way. Uh, uh, we're t- talking about the count of Sfirata Omer, counter of Sfirata Omer. Uh, uh, also, SIGD is a kind of counting from Yom Kippur, from Kippur Day to the uh, SIGD holiday, okay? So Ethiopian uh, Jews, they used to count from Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur Day, uh, 50 days, like uh, Sfirata Omer, and uh, and they uh, after fifty days they celebrate Sigd Day, and they believe that who established this uh, holiday, Ezra, Ezra and Nehemiah, when they return to from uh, from the diaspora to Israel, they establish this sigd celebration, and the main thing, the main. Uh, they you know uh what's called they uh, emphasize in this day was the covenant covenant between men and between jewish and between god and the covenant was between uh, Israel people and between Jerusalem. Can uh, this is what's very very important covenant covenant, and they pray in the mount in in Ethiopia. Who they uh, you know, go up to the mount like the uh, Harsinai, Sinai, like the uh, in the in, in Sinai mountain, and and they pray to God that as we go up to the, this mount in the in Ethiopia, and we pray, please God. Take us to Jerusalem in order to go to the, the this not, not this mountain to Jerusalem mountain, and we go to them and, and the, each years say I remember when my grandfather he opened the Bible and he showed me how uh, uh, God promised by his prophets to take all the uh, Jewish people to Jerusalem. And I, 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 you asked, I, I asked him, Grandpa, Grandpa, where God going to pra- to fulfill His promise? And he, all the time, he used to answer to me, Now, when I grow up, I grow up, uh, I understood that also his grand uh, grandfather pra- promised him now. And when I grew up, I understood that each generation promise now, 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 during 3000 years of exile. Okay. And now finally, finally we are here in Eretz Israel, in Jerusalem. And I, I used to say that if Ethiopian telling you now, don't believe him. And I used to say <laughs> that also, also and, and don't believe Nietzsche, this big philosopher, but he can't understand what is this hope in the world, in Jewish world, among Jewish world. Hope is the uh, the key of our survival, and he told us that hope is an illusion. Hope is not an illusion. Kol od baleva bepnima nefesh yehudi homia od lo and each generation promise now, now, now. And the covenant in the sick day, and this has happened, okay? This has happened in here. And I think it's very, very important. This message, this point, which exists in, in the sixth celebration, is mean covenant between men and God, between Israel and between Jerusalem, this is very important for us today here in Israel. We need covenant. We need trust each others, not suspicion. There is a lot of suspicion today in this Western world, even here, we can't believe each others. We argue, we, there's a tension, we fight each others. So if we take this concept, if we take this message, which exists still among Ethiopian Jews, trust each others, believe each others, and speak with others, and we have to re- re- reunual reun- the covenant between men and men. I think it's very very important for us today, in order to 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 you know to say wow we we have to uh, live under one umbrella. So the differences between one and the others is not the problem right. the differences is bracha, is blessing my my wife and me also very different from from each other my wife she she came from Switzerland and I came from Ethiopia and we believe a, 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 how do you say it in Yiddish or a, a, a good I family but we are different but we we we, we and we each each day, each time we renew the covenant the, uh, which we promise under chuppah that moshe Moshebi said. And he also said, so it's very important the covenant between men and men, between human in this very, very important for us in, in this crazy world which we see today. And I
0: think that's one of the beautiful. Things about Sigd being part of Israeli society today is hopefully having that part uh, of it as well, and also accepting, like you said, there are things on both sides, and we have a way to uh, make it one one community again. And so we will find a way to bring them together. And just I have to say that what you mentioned about your wife and the differences. Kind of alludes to your next book, which hopefully we'll talk about another time, um, which I'd talks like, about yeah. the differences. Um, but we, so that oh. one you've already written. Tell me, we like to ask on the New Books Network, what can we expect to see next? What are you working on now, other than running the catedra in Ono College and your uh, the courses and everything else? But what what are you working on now?
2: Uh, Yes, Dora, it's very, very important for me, you know, to to say again that, uh, and you mentioned what's going on today in Israeli society, and I'm very, very worried about what's going on today. I'm very, very worried. I see the tension. I see the, you know, what's called alimut, it means virus, you know, they hate each other's and I'm very very worried. And I think uh, um, Ethiopian concept, the, uh, which uh, bro- brought with us to Israel, it can be a, a kind of uh, antibiotic for this <laughs> uh, for this uh, uh, tensions. It's very very important. And I let me to 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 say why I I think that Ethiopian concept can be. Antibiotic, and later I can uh, uh, t- share you the <laughs> what going on in the. Sure, please. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I just want to give you, for example, you know the the philosophy of of uh, uh, Jewish, of the Jewish culture of Ethiopian Jews, you know, the rabbinic halacha in many cases view human nature in a in a negative way and we with a suspicion, you know, whereas the Ethiopian halakha views, human nature is a positive life and trust humans. This means that if the basic stands towards mankind of, you know, somewhat a negative, as in the rabbinic approach, uh, is not only rabbinic. In modern, in modern, uh, modern world, in the Western world, there is a lot of, you know, uh, suspicion, negative, in what's called in Hebrew, yetel leva adam ra his nature is very bad. You know, approach. Then the uh, if I, uh, you know, my approach or uh, uh, to uh, toward. To, to men is negative. So my approach, then the emphasis will be on uh, stay away from what is bad. Stands uh, yourself from the evil inclination, what's called in Hebrew, ra. In contrast, if the basic position toward human nature is positive, as in Ethiopian approach, then the emphasize in on doing good in hebrew say aseto that means to uh, uh, empower the basic good nature in human it is the why in the religion word of ethiopian jewish word like suspicion perhaps maybe arar ethiopian jews put the emphasis on tension kavana more than the on the action so uh, drora this message that the, 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 the nature of the people is good. And we have, instead of suspicion, we have to say created more trust. And this is why I telling you why Ethiopian approach, why Ethiopian culture, why uh, the Ethiopian perspectives, which still exists among us is very important to the big problem, which I, uh, which I saw today among Israeli society. And I'm not exaggerate, <laughs> I'm not exaggerate, but uh, I am really believe that, that this approach, this uh, uh, secret, which uh, still exists in Ethiopian Jews, can use as antibiotic for this uh, um, uh, big uh, problem uh, which I saw today. If I go back to your question, of course we have a lot of uh, 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 playing. Uh, for example, my new books uh, just uh, uh, already published uh, one uh, uh, two months ago. Uh, call him uh, uh, gnizahaya It means uh, Gnezachaya is
0: living
2: Gnezah, living gniza or living archive. Uh, to say that Ethiopian, you know, and I, this, I explain uh, that the, all the um, uh, is mean oral Torah. Or, or, what is oral Torah in the Ethiopian Jews? And the first time I explain that, I give the framework to say, listen, we don't uh, apolog- apologize about our uh, religion. Okay, we are different. Okay, so what? And uh, we are different. This is the bracha. And I'm not stranger. Also, you are also a, a difference. Each one is different. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important. And I I try to explain what is, this is different. What is, is the oral Torah? What is the oral Torah? And what is... A Mishnah in Ethiopian Jews because until today we try we we try to explain Ethiopian Jews according to the language of uh, the the Torah the, the Mishnah Gemara the Rabbinic no we have to understand Ethiopian Jews no from perspective of Rabbinic we have to understand Ethiopian Jews from perspective of Ethiopian Jews. From their language, from their pa- pa- paradigm, 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 from their paradigm. And this is why I try to say, and I am very happy, Drora, that uh, I mentioned at the beginning that to, you know, to do, um, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, to do with you uh, work, okay, to be a, uh, a partner, a partner uh, with you this is a good, a good bracha, and I'm very, very happy that both of us are together. Uh, you as uh, 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 as as a head of the influence of uh, Jewish exp- experience, uh, and and I am a, 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 as a, a head of the International Center for Study of Ethiopian Jewry at Ono Academic College, and we together, we uh, created a course It's very, very, uh, very important course for adults and youth that can be learned at the individual pace uh, in, you know, it's very important. And this project, uh, we together, uh, uh, you know, uh, studies Ethiopian Jewry in context of uh, Jewish history and Israeli society, integrating issues such as racism, Jewish pluralism and inclusiveness and the challenge of creating a political and social change and more and more and more. So uh, this is what do together uh, you know, slowly slowly to change the consciousness. And this is not in one time. This is the process to change the consciousness and, and I think this each person, the consciousness is a big jail. And to change this, the consciousness, the big jail is not in one time. This is a process and, and I hope that each one uh, in, in the future can expand he, uh, his uh, uh, knowledge and more and more we can uh, you know open the border, open the jail and we can understand each others and we'll be able to see uh, uh, from the perspective of the other people and we can understand and understand that the differences is not negative. The difference between human is not the problem. The problem is to be able to accept, the, the to understand the difference between people This inherent is not this inherent people different inherently? So our challenge is to understand that uh, the difference is exist is among us, and now we have challenge to expand the boundaries of self perception and to be able to live with the differences under one umbrella. Thank you so much. That was a very
0: powerful way to end. So thank you. And we do look forward to the following two books after this one that we've been talking about. So we've been talking today with Dr. Shalon Zuda uh, Shalom and from his about his book, From Sinai to Ethiopia, The Halachic and Conceptual World of Ethiopian Jewelry, published by Geffen Publishing House in 2016. And we've also, as... Uh, Rabbi Shalom just mentioned, we have been talking about the course that we did together, um, and you can look it up on courses.instituteofjewishexperience.org on Ethiopian Survey of History till today. So thank you so much, and I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you.